Thanks for joining us on the Singer Success Path podcast. I'm your host, Kimara Morell, and this is where we talk about launching our remote singing businesses, how to make money without stepping onto a stage. And today's talk is crucial to making that happen. We're going to talk about getting shit done. A few weeks ago, I asked what everyone needs help with the most, and I was actually really surprised to hear that the biggest issue people have is actually just executing on ideas, getting things done. So productivity, accountability, taking action, and finishing things. It's maybe the second least sexy topic next to search engine optimization, but it is almost the most important topic because if we're not productive, we don't produce, we don't see a return. You might want to take some notes if you hear tips that sound useful to you. One of the biggest secrets behind productivity is making sure you have gas in your tank to fuel that drive. So kind of counterintuitive, but the best way to show up and get the work done is to make sure you're not showing up too much. Taking breaks is essential. I really do need to take breaks. I'm like a mega idea factory. I get really excited to do all the things. I'm like a kid on a sugar high running up the walls, and then I absolutely crash. The other day, I went to the beach to calm down, but I'm high on ideas and overthinking, just kind of staring off into space, and then all of a sudden, in front of me, an osprey just dive bombs into the water and then comes out with a fish in its mouth, And suddenly I realize that the thoughts are gone. The ideas have filed themselves away and nothing in the world matters but this moment. Watching this seahawk living its best little life. And I'm back. I'm back in my body. I'm returned from the ethers of busyness, lists, stress. Breaks ready us to do our work from a focused and intentional energy. Otherwise, we can be a bit haywire, rushed and in the weeds. But we still do need to return to work once the break is over. And until you hold yourself accountable to clock into work and execute on your goals, you're just a hobbyist, not a business owner. And you absolutely can be a business owner. And it's amazing how easy launching our singing business is compared to like opening a restaurant. We barely have any overhead. And actually, with a home studio, you get to write off part of your rent or mortgage as office space on your taxes. I've been doing a lot of reading lately, and it occurred to me, I'm kind of a slow reader. (laughs) So check this out. I said to myself, well, then just read faster. Uh, okay, so I just did. Seriously, next time you're reading, try this. Try to read faster, and you just will. Just do it like Nike. My brother had one of those, would you remember the Wii video game systems? He was doing a yoga class and he told me he can't touch his toes from a standing position. So he's standing on the yoga mat, reaching down, almost all the way, but not quite. And the stupid Wii thing says, reach further. And it blew his mind. He could. He just reached further. And there he was, touching his toes. I could own being a slow reader. He could own not being able to touch his toes. Or we could just do the thing. It's so funny. So if you want to do anything, you, you just can. The first step is deciding that you're going to do it. Then you create your master plan. You list every task that lies between step one and end goal. Prioritize the list chronologically in order of importance. And now just focus on step 
one only. When I'm beginning a new project, I have a very intentional brainstorm session where I create this master plan. And once my order of operations is created, I hide it from myself. And I only pull it out when I'm scheduling what we need to do that week. I plan my week by putting the next few tasks on my schedule. So depending on how large the tasks are, I only assign a reasonable amount of work per day. It's even nice to subdivide tasks where you can because then you get to enjoy more of a dopamine hit when you get to cross things off the list. But having a master plan for a project makes me feel at ease. It definitely relieves the stress, releases that scattered feeling. So I'm going to give you a rapid fire list of productivity tips to help you when you're actually doing the work. So here it is. Here's my rapid fire list. Number one, have a monthly focus. When I was doing so many projects at once, like sync albums, splice packs, acapellas, ebooks, I found it easier to have one focus per month. That also gave me a deadline. So I needed the one project to be done by the end of the month. Okay. Monthly focus. Next, deadlines. Give yourself deadlines, but set realistic ones. You get in the habit of pushing your deadlines. It's basically like they don't exist. Okay. Next one's called the 54321. Actually, I use this to get out of bed sometimes because I could wake up and then just daydream for an hour and not get up. But when it's time to begin something, when you're staring at the screen or getting distracted and procrastinating the starting part, try counting down from five and start. So five, four, three, two, one, let's go. Another similar thing is time logging. This has helped me a lot lately. I'll write down what time I start working and on what. And then I write when I stop that task. And it feels good to see how quickly I could actually get it done when I knew I was on a timer, you know. Next, write tomorrow's plan the night before. This is a big one. It really helps to start your day ready to go and not in that weird figuring out mode, that scattered, uh, what do I do mode. It's a solid energy you can begin the day with conviction, okay? Ooh, the next one is massive. Delete tasks, okay? When you're staring at the master plan, ask yourself, what can you remove? What's really unnecessary? And if you don't like this idea because you think everything is really important, if you're doing this on a website like monday.com, Trello, I use Asana, you can always move potentially deletable tasks to a separate section label it someday, priority level low, and you can refer back to it later. It might become your task graveyard. There are always extra tasks that are just not necessary right now. Copywriting is one of them. You only need to copyright a song if you feel like sometime in the future you will have to sue someone for stealing your song. Copywriting it will just give you extra proof that you own it. But I mean, so does your original recording session. So I don't worry about this as much. I recently deleted putting a chatbot on my website. It's just not that important to do right now compared to the other things on my list. People can just use my contact form, okay? I think about the Pareto principle with this as well, also known as the 80-20 rule. 80% of results come from 20% of the causes. That might mean that only 20% of what's on your to-do list is really that impactful to your big goal. So focus on executing tasks by order of importance rather than by what you could just get done quickly. Okay, next is the two-minute rule. If a task takes less than two minutes to complete, do it immediately and don't even put it on your list. 
Okay, this one's called the Eat the Frog Concept by Brian Tracy. It's to tackle the most unpleasant or most difficult task first thing in the morning. I actually saw a boutique gym named Eat the Frog. I thought that was funny. If we don't eat the frog, it means we're possibly focusing on the less important tasks first. So always double check that you have your priorities right. Inventory meeting. I have an inventory meeting with myself every so often to check in with how work is going. Asking myself things like, what is working? What is not working? Where am I placing most of my attention? This was an eye-opener for me lately. With my acapellas and sample packs, I realized I was focusing too heavily on marketing and less on profitability. I saw that I actually make more money when I release new songs more often as opposed to when I send out more newsletter emails. This is kind of like your analytics meeting. This is where you can decide on things you might want to delete. I was making these before and after videos of songs I did with clients. People loved them at first, but then they got bored and I got less engagement. So I eventually stopped making those videos because I checked the analytics and we were just not getting as much engagement on those. Your inventory meeting is also where you can get real with yourself and call yourself out on what you're avoiding. What tasks have been sitting on your to-do list the longest? Why do you think that is? Should you delete them or should they be the first thing you do tomorrow? All right. Another thing, when you're starting some kind of big task, put the phone in the other room and close any computer programs that you're not using. That's a good one. Okay. I don't know if I like this one, but some people do. Uh, It's the Pomodoro technique. It's to time block only 25 minutes to a task and then take a break. Apparently, working in short bursts can improve your focus. I also read about something called the Zygarnik effect, which is when tasks are interrupted, you actually remember those tasks better. So when you return to work, I guess you're more efficient. I don't know. I personally feel like starting is the hardest part. So if I've got the ball rolling, I don't want to stop. I just finish all the way to the end. But these are all just suggestions, right? We're all motivated differently. So it's okay that some of these things are not for everyone. My boyfriend likes to work by sitting in a relatively uncomfortable chair. He says it keeps him focused, but I like to be comfy while I work. So to each his own. Removing social media from the phone. This one is weird, especially if you're using social media to promote your business. I do often delete Instagram from my phone only to reinstall it later that week because something doesn't work on the website or whatever. But I do try to delete social media from my phone. And then I have an intentionally scheduled time to go online and respond to comments and DMs. I actually do use a scheduler called Metricool. And that has the ability to see all my social media inboxes in one place. So for the most part, I don't even need to go to the social media apps themselves. Okay, so that's a pretty good batch of tips. If we go into too many tips, we might even be procrastinating. Procrastinating is sneaky, by the way. Busyness can be procrastination disguised as productivity. So be careful and really ask yourself, am I being productive or am I just being busy? Okay. This podcast is just one of the helpful resources for you beautiful singers. Head over to singersuccesspath.com to check out free workshops, join our monthly mastermind group, and download your copy of the 35 Music Revenue Streams for Singers. Thank you so very much if you left us a review or a comment or subscribed to our YouTube. As a new podcast, this is so helpful. Be sure to come back here next week and we'll have an awesome new episode for you. All right, until then, take care.